we were actually going to rent uh, bikes and go on, like, they have, like, a river trail, like, or, yeah. you know, like a, a green belt. So we were going to go do that, and we, we called two bike shops that advertise that they rent bikes, and they're like, no, we don't, we don't, we're not renting bikes. We don't, <laughs> don't rent bikes. I don't know why you would think that. <laughs> it's only in our advertisement. <laughs> hey, is and this uh, like, Bob's bike rental? Yeah, yeah, it is. Hey, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, can we uh, rent some bikes? Oh, no. We had trouble coming up with a name for our air conditioning <laughs> repair company. Yeah, exactly. And it's so like, we all went, Bob's bikes. Yeah, Bob's bike rentals. But yeah, you know? we don't do that. Oh, no, no, no. I can see. Yeah, we get those calls all the time. <laughs> Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? Waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest place on earth. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bobsleds and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things that Disney Company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about life finds a way, as guests find loopholes in Disney's mask policy. Disneyland cancels into August, Disney's Florida parks slash prices for Floridians. Man, try saying that over and over again. Galaxy's Edge finds its way to a target near you. And in our main segment, we're discussing the top things you should always do and the top things you should never do when visiting Disneyland. My name is Scott Storm, and with me is my co-host, the Mickey to my Mortimer, Aaron, Absolute Humidity Robbins. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing really, really good. That was a lot of news items. You, you, I'm like anxious now at the beginning of the episode. That, that was. Oh like, my gosh, there's so much to talk yeah. about. And they were all kind of like interesting, which normally our Did- news items are like COVID. Stay tuned. But- hey, what do you know? COVID's still around. Yeah, these sound good, though. I'm excited. Disney's Florida Park slash prices for Floridians. Yeah. That's like, that's like a fox and socks line. Yeah, that's a Sally sells in the she's with the she shelling. Yes, exactly. Tweedle Beetle Battles with a Tweedle Beetle uh, bottle. I'm doing really good, man. Tweedle Beetle Bottle. Uh, I'm lucky to be alive. I didn't ask. I didn't ask how you were doing. I thought you did. Aaron, Absolute Humidity Robbins, how are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? You're a nice, caring guy, and you did ask. I'm lucky to be alive. Uh, You went away, which we'll talk about. I I had several near-death experiences related to... Uh, being All because outdoors. I went away? Yeah, I almost got killed on my mountain bike twice, uh, and yeah. then I almost got a really bad infection uh, through a cut injury in a garage. Oh, you already heard about that. You have a thumb injury. Yeah, it doesn't look bad. Like, it looks fine. It just bled everywhere, and so <laughs> I, I feel I feel like I almost got sepsis, uh, which is a blood infection, but I didn't. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I feel good. Suffice it to say, Lucky to be it was here. pretty gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky to be here. And, uh, you know, uh, missed you while you were away. Not that I would have seen you anymore, away. but yeah, you went away. How are you? Welcome I, back. I went away. I went away. Thank you. Uh, I, I got back recently. Uh, we Hawaii? Took the family. Uh, no, not this time. We took the family on a road trip up to Ashland, Oregon. Oh, they call that the Hawaii of the Pacific Northwest. That's right. Exactly. It was, yes, it was, it was Shakespeare's Hawaii, yeah, I believe is what right. they call it. So, uh, Ashland, Oregon, for those of you who don't know, uh, one of its claims to fame is that it has a very, very famous Shakespeare festival every summer. Uh, that obviously was not happening this summer because of, uh, COVID-19. And so it's interesting going to a, a little, a little tourist spot, 
um, that that you know it's it survives a lot of the year based on a lot of tourism. Yeah, and so, sure. uh, you know, things are closed down and everybody has to wear masks if you go in somewhere. And yeah, uh, and the shops are small, so it's like they have the Oregon has a has a law where twelve year olds and older have to wear masks inside. Well, my kids are under that, which is great. But the problem with a, a little town like uh, Ashland is that all the shops are small. Yeah. And so if you want to go in anywhere, you have to mask up anyways. Um, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is... Yeah, ask away. Ha, 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 have you noticed that in every town that has like a, 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 like a main street yeah. with a bunch of little shops in it, uh-huh. there's always one that sells like like crystal rocks? Yeah. Like... Like, you know, like geodes? Yeah, like geodes and, yeah, yeah. Uh, glass eagles and stuff like that. Yeah, and I, I just wonder... Like, there's who, one of those in is... Bend. Well, there's one in Sun River. There's like a, hey... Is there? Come, you want to come crack a rock open? And I'm like, I mean, not really. Yeah, I just... It just struck me that, like, n- now I think about the number of tourist destinations I've been to that have a geode store, and yeah. I'm thinking, who are the people that are going and buying a geode from this geode store and every single one of them has the exact same thing, which is like the giant geode on a stand. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever been in a home or, or any fancy location other than a geode store that has like the giant geode on a stand. Totally. Where you go into the house and they're like, uh, just, Hey, we have a gigantic geode. Don't, don't just touch it. Don't just, you know, don't, don't knock it. Over. I don't care what you do to my furniture. Don't touch my geode. I think the thing you can tell about a small town that has a main street is you can kind of tell how uh, the, the timeline of the, the, the town developing or how it's yeah. kind of moving to the future based yeah. on when they've just given over every shop to alcohol. Because at first, yes. at first it's like, yeah, we got a geode store. We got an old bookstore. It's pretty cool. And then there's just a story. This girl named Myrtle, she just sells stuff from her house. It's awesome. <laughs> That's you'll, right. you'll love it. And then as the town progresses, you realize, you know what sells? Beer and wine. So yeah, we we're just, just going to have a lot of that. We're just going to have that. Yeah. You're just going to walk. And there people are like, well, won't, they get, won't people get tired of that? And like, turns out they don't. Nope. Nope. You want to know why? Because people are thirsty. <laughs> yeah. A lot of walking. It, it was a lovely trip, though. It was a lot of fun. Yay, it was like, we we got back. some good rest. We played some good board games. We swam in a creek. Uh, it was a good time. And you've been tested after swimming in the creek? Oh, I just got back. Okay. Well, we'll give so it some time. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah. If I'm still here next week, everything's fine. Yep. That's kind of the way we do it. <laughs> hey, should we uh, yodel in the news? Hey, let's yodel in the news. <laughs> Hey, I wanted to yeah. thank you because you were on vacation, uh, which I we was. just talked about, and I was That's really right. struggling with my uh, with my uh, ladley hose, like just to get them out the right way. And your ladley hose is excellent, and so I just you took time out of your family vacation to make sure that part of my yodel was tighter, and I've been struggling, and just that's a, you're a great friend. The the challenge. Well, thank you. I mean, I, the thing is, is that it's really important that you you have you been doing your uvula exercises because I feel like that's probably the problem. I have. You haven't done a lot of uvula exercises. I have, but I was doing the I was doing them standing on my head, and then you showed me the other the other technique, and so now my it's, <laughs> that's right. Yes, it's, it's very bad. good. It's very good. Yes, it's I mean you got to get you've got to have the good supportive breath, and you've just got to force that out. Yeah. In order to get the. <laughs> It's, that's the, the most important way of doing it. I'm going to state, uh, man. I'm going all the way. Hey, we got the, news, right? Oh, yeah, we got news. Lots of uh, news. So, lots of news. So, uh, you know, listen, we, we can't be a Disneyland podcast without mm. talking about how COVID is affecting Disneyland. Yeah. So strap in, folks, because we're going to talk some COVID news. Uh, Disneyland sent cancellation emails to their guests 
who had reservations through August 8th. Wow. Uh, Disney announced that this past week, and uh, they, they stated that Disneyland Park and Disneyland California Adventure will remain closed and will reopen at a later date pending state and local government approvals. The hotels of the Disneyland Resort are closed and will reopen at a later date. Um, given this unprecedented situation, we appreciate your patience and understanding as we navigate through this process as responsible as we can. Yeah, so Disney basically said, we're unable to accommodate your upcoming hotel room yeah. reservation. So You're again, not downtown Disneyland is open right now. Yeah. The Disney resorts and the Disney <laughs> parks are not open. So they basically said, hey, listen, if you're planning on coming early August, planning on getting that Disneyland vacation in, uh, you're not going to. I wonder how, yeah, so to uh, downtown Disney is just mostly local traffic then. I mean, I would imagine. It's got to be, right? It creates an interesting question for those smaller non-chain hotels and motels yeah. that are located around Disneyland. You know, the, the Candy Cane, for example. Yeah. Like, how long is the Candy Cane not renting rooms to people? Yeah, and I don't know who owns a lot of those hotels, like, but the label-wise, there's still some some smaller hotels, and I called them all at one point in time to see how many rooms they had. I had this question in my head. I wanted to know how many actual yeah. hotel rooms surrounded the Disneyland Park, and so I was like, well, how am I going to find this uh -huh. out? And I was like, well, I'll just, I'll just call every single hotel and ask them, and uh, so I did, and there's a lot of real small. There's like a lot of small, just, you know, 30-room, 12-room, um, probably not as many, obviously, as there used to be, but I don't know. I don't know how that affects them. At some point, they have to have their rooms open for just people traveling, right? Just uh, my mom lives yeah. in Anaheim and I'm coming to visit my mom. Right. But at some point in time, you are you are a resort community and you can't be open really. But I wonder how many, again, how many of those, let's call it tra traveler conveniences, how many of those smaller motel hotels, uh, independently owned motel hotels or even like a small ownership group, how many are really renting rooms at that point as opposed to, again, your triple A hotel chains that are able to say, here's where our health and safety protocols are. This is the cleaning pro uh, process yeah. that you can be guaranteed of. And, and, uh, and this is what your experience is going to look like. I, I, it's just interesting to think what, what will the prolonged shutdown in California end up doing to the, the, the travel industry when it comes to these smaller mom and pop shops. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm waiting for this fan to turn off behind me. I turned the thermostat up to ninety-one. You think uh, you think we'll turn the uh, the air conditioning off if I do that? Wow! I hope it, I hope it doesn't kick on. Ugh. I'm gonna have a vision quest pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're uh, yeah, going. Never mind. <laughs> I wanted to make a real. I wanted to make a real deep nine hundred two and zero reference in there, but I mean, who's gonna get that? Ooh, <laughs> probably me. <laughs> You know, and Dylan and and Brandon go up to that that sweat lodge, and the and the sides are like this, and the bottom is like this, and you know I watched a lot of nine hundred two one zero. I'm not going to apologize. I like that show. Hey, guess what? Hey, what? I heard that Disney World was banning guests from eating and drinking while walking. Yeah, that is true. Is that, that a is real true. thing? <laughs> that is a real thing. So you know, Disney World uh, again. Disney World's open right now. And they have a very stringent mask policy. And the mask policy says you got to wear a mask. Yeah. Okay. You got to wear a mask while you're in Disney. You don't have to wear a mask while you're eating. Right. Which makes sense because how would you? I had a right? friend that cracked this loophole like four weeks ago that was just like, hey, I mean, if you're always ABD, you know, always be drinking. Always, always be drinking. <laughs> yep. No mask. Well, let's see. If I get a turkey leg and I just walk from Space Mountain yeah. over to Splash Mountain, eating my turkey leg. I'm nursing it. I don't it. have to wear a mask. Yep. I got a face full of turkey juice, yeah. but I don't have to wear my mask. Yep. And Disney went, 
Oh man, we didn't think about that. That must have been a big problem from them for them to like notice it, verify it, create policy, and release it that quickly. It must have been a, a just a gaggle of people that were like, you know, if you're just always drinking, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So then now they have a rule that basically says eating and drinking while walking around Walt Disney World is no longer permitted. Yeah. What if I walk what? backwards? What if I walk on my hands? Nope. I'm crab walking. We're gonna have to. Oh man, we didn't think about that one yeah. either. Uh. Okay. Okay. So no walking, hopping, crab walking, wheelbarrow, moon walking. Yeah. What if I did the electric slide? I want to hear what it sounds like when you get caught for this in the park. When somebody was walking and eating, and a cast member has to go up to you and say, "Like, uh, you're gonna have to pick one or the other. Do you wanna, do you wanna walk or do you wanna eat? Because you can't do both." And he's like, "No, I mean I can watch. I'm I'm great at it." Is that? They, the, go ahead. I think Disney has answered the the question. Can you walk and chew bubblegum at the same time? Yeah. The answer definitively no. Yeah. Disney says face coverings are required for all guests, age two and up, and cast members. Please bring your own face covering, wear them at all times, except when dining or swimming. You may remove your face covering while actively eating or drinking, but you should be stationary and maintain appropriate physical distancing. Yeah. It's stationary bananas, is what it is. Stationary bananas. It's non move, non mobile. Non-mobile. They have mobile ordering, non-mobile eating. Yeah, it's so funny too because if you watch the Disney ad, the Disney ads that have been developed, like they're they're getting less and less. There's like less and less people in them. There's less and less motion in them. Like the Disneyland ads of of late 2020 are just kind of like Main Street concrete. Like just. Did the, you see the Welcome Back ad? Yeah. Oh man, the real version so and the and the creeped out version. Yes, uh, I I I wasn't gonna put this in our in our news. Uh, but we sort of walked our way into it. Yeah. yeah, Disney, Disney, you know, put out the welcome back ad, and it's everybody in face masks and the and the, the spraying all the attractions down and the intense cleaning and everybody socially distanced six feet apart and everything like that. Uh, and that faced quite a backlash on the internet uh, to the tune of people recutting it with uh, very creepy, yeah. creepy music, musical undertones. It, yeah, it was it was super interesting. Very uh, interesting ad for them to put out because i got that it was supposed to be like oh my park is back open yeah except for like whoa this is bizarro park like my park's not back open i don't know what that is again magically themed hospital that's uh, that's what it feels like (laughs) to me where's the line for the wipe down oh it's over here after you uh after you go into your flubana aren't i just stand here and then somebody wipes me all down Yep, that's right. You just go right in. I love. It. I'm gonna ride it. Try. Uh, I think. Hey, do you think that when uh, you know how I, I told you that the the ad at over Star Tours that it would sh- it would shoot water, yeah. and then uh, outside of the the Aladdin ride, the camel spit water at you. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they're just? Do you think they're just cramming those full of uh, of Purell? It'd be at great this point? if if the ad at shot out like a jelly Purell, and when it hit like a small <laughs> kid, he was just kind of like slimed like in Ghostbusters, oh, and he was yeah, just kind of exactly. like swimming in a bubble of Purell, and they're like. It's so cute. It's you so just like- see it slowly trickling down the side of his face. So, in an effort to uh, to get merchandise moving through, uh, you know, yeah, Gal- Star Wars Galaxy's Edge merchandise moving through. Apparently, Disney did a partnership with uh, with Target, and they are having Galaxy's Edge inspired products huh. that are going to be available to purchase online and in store at Target. Interesting. I wonder what what have you seen any of this stuff? What does inspired mean? Yeah, inspired means like it kind of smells if I understand like it. Correctly, it is not the stuff you can actually get at Galaxy's Edge. That's it's a good the thing. Stuff that is that a good thing? Oh yeah. Have you? I mean, okay. the Gal- the products at Galaxy Edge are ridiculous. Yeah, but but you can't get them right now. Well, again, okay. Having said that, you can get them on the East Coast. You can't get them on the West Coast. Yeah. 
I think COVID is well, the, the entire. I, I will edit this out of the podcast later. But I think COVID was an elaborate scheme by Disney to recall all the products in Galaxy's Edge and be like, "Look, we made a mistake. It turns out people don't want to make you know buy handmade handicrafts. They just want shirts and guns and lasers and lightsabers that say." And so we're just calling all Edge. That. Yeah. So and then they're just shipping all that off to Target. When people go back to Galaxy's Edge and there's Galaxy's Edge T-shirts and nobody has any idea what Batu is, and there's Galaxy's Edge lightsabers and Galaxy Edge stormtroopers that light up. Uh, people are going to be like, did they have this stuff before? They're going to be like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Always. They've always they've had, always had this. Yeah, they've never That's sold right. like, you know, wood blocks that look like a, like <laughs> like an AT-AT. <laughs> artisanal uh, Andorian. You've uh, seen all that it, stuff, right? Like none of like, yeah. it was all interesting, but it was like an Who's Etsy. buying that? Yeah. Who's, I agree. Yeah. Like, who's buying that? Yeah. But now this this is interesting do you think that they will do you think they'll change that over like how 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 aligned or how loyal do you think disney is to this idea of batu and galaxy's edge and this is a real place that you go to and if you want to buy something it's from the merchants and yeah. artists that live on batu like do you think that changes soon do you think at some point it's again it's just galaxy's edge t-shirts everywhere and i I crashed the Falcon t-shirts and things oh, like that. Dude, I crashed the Falcon t-shirts are great. That's see, that's a missed opportunity because I but, like uh, that. Yeah, how are they not selling that? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the question in my mind is how are they not selling the that? The problem is is is, you know, twofold. One is that's an amazing idea. To have a themed land that that is uh, living fake history is an amazing idea. And yeah, young right. Aaron is all over that. The problem is that it requires the guests to play along and to have some level of interest and ability to understand. And most people want to buy coffee and go to the bathroom. Yeah. Two things yeah. that they've made incredibly different, uh, difficult there because it's like, oh, they're not called restrooms. They're called flama. <laughs> It's like, okay, but my kid has yeah, to I go. Yeah, I know, but I really got to go. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to go here if you just can't tell me where the bathroom is. Uh, so it's, it, and especially when it comes to product, they had this problem with the chicken, right? The the chicken in all those restaurants. The Andorian they, tip yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then or they're yip like, tip or whatever. They're like, it was. we got to change that to chicken. <laughs> it's like, you got to look at your receipt <laughs> to know what you're eating. Who ordered what? Like, who ordered what? I, I don't know. I ordered the chicken box. And, yeah, I know, but do you want to go to, but do you want to go to a Star Wars? Theme land and go like oh yeah give me the chicken fingers and fries that's what i want no totally you want to do the decoding it's super fun yes for a few people for, for a, a significant number of people they want to buy an i crash the falcon t-shirt and eat wookie wookie's chicken fingers these are the chicken fingers that, that, that chewbacca, <laughs> chewbacca likes. chicken fingers he likes these you know and it's got chewbacca with a big thumbs up yeah. <laughs> exactly like i'm sorry to say that but most people want that experience they're just like here's what i know about storm uh, star wars i know uh lightsabers i know that aluminum falcon the, the, the aluminum hawk the aluminum <laughs> yeah. uh spaceship and i know chicken fingers <laughs> now where can i get them of those like they're like it's just it's a level you're already so stressed out on your vacation anyways i don't so, know it's a tough place so you you think that the things that we're seeing at target which are basically like black series action figures of okay uh, Galaxy's Edge characters. Okay. So, like, you've got DJ Rex, right? DJ Rex is a, is a Black Series figure you can pick up at Target. There's there's a, apparently, like, a, a Stormtrooper. It's basically Captain Phasma, but in red Sith armor. Okay. And and I don't know what this is, yeah. but it says it's Captain Cardinal, which sounds like a breakfast cereal, <laughs> a Star Wars-themed breakfast it cereal. It sounds like a guy on, uh, on KVIE that teaches you how to draw. <laughs> That's right. Ma, can I watch Captain Cardinal? No! Why not? Because he's a Sith Lord. He's a Sith Lord. You can't watch him. He'll teach you bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I like his armor. So Captain Cardinal is on there, yeah. I guess, 
and so you can buy that and then you can buy Funko Pops and yeah. uh the, the the one the one item that is coming to Target which I think is pretty neat is you can buy a Smuggler's Run Millennium Falcon that comes with Chewbacca and Hondo which okay. I think is pretty neat. Yeah. That's neat. I don't think it has the six seats in the cockpit though. Uh and and, yeah. and two of those and two stations that nobody actually wants to to sit on. Yeah. That's fun though. Uh, I mean that's that's good for Target. I I think they should sell that. I think they should just figure out a way to be like, hey, this is uh, this is a uh, like I don't know some guy. This is Quirkle Wiggle's merchant shop, and and what happened was this this spaceship from Earth came and dropped all this product off, and so uh, it's from Batu, uh, but via this planet called Earth that nobody's heard of. So would you like a Millennium Falcon T-shirt or what? Uh, does it say I crashed the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, it's dope. It's amazing. Can I get some? Can I get some chew, uh, Chewy's chicken fingers? <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! I crashed the Millennium Falcon T-shirt. Like. Is like uh, it's burnt like the like those old Who's farted shirts, you know. <laughs> Where it's blown out the back, like yeah, <laughs> it's blown out the back. So yeah. Who crashed the Falcon? You're like, is that a euphemism for passing gas? That's what I got. <laughs> oh, when Disney crashed that Falcon, oh, I eat some God. chicken fingers. Yeah, I like it. It's embarrassing, but I like it. <laughs> uh, Are we still, still podcasting? News? We're still doing news, I guess. Yeah. Hey, so here's an interesting bit of news: Disney World rolls out a discounted ticket for Florida residents, okay? Hmm. So Disney rolled out what they're calling the Disney Magic Flex Ticket, which guest Floridians can use through September. It's $130, okay? okay, For two days. Now, typically, a regular theme park ticket for Florida residents costs $109 per day. Yeah. So for $21 more, you're getting two days. At different parks, same park? uh, Different parks. You can use it at whatever whatever parks you want. Wow. So it is is a two-day ticket. Fun. Oh, I, I guess like that's I, all we're going to talk about. I felt like that was going to go somewhere, but it didn't. Where it was going to go, Aaron? Yeah. Is this is obviously Disney being concerned about making sure that there's enough capacity once the initial push of like, hey, we get to go back to Disney yeah. has has fallen off, and all the bloggers have, and all the Instagram and all the YouTubers have like taken all their photos of them in front of the castle with their masks on, yeah. saying that this is a great experience. Or, and now you actually have to have real guests in the park. Real guests, exactly. It's like Rick Moranis testing his shrinking ray on his own family and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. It, it's like, hey, if you're from Florida, I mean, things already didn't work out well for you, so come on yeah. to our theme park and see if it's clean. Yeah. Exa- also, if you exactly. could come back in 14 days, that would be fantastic. We just we want would, to run a real Just quick to make check. sure. We just want to make sure we're, you, that you, everything's okay. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, this is like pretty steep discounting for yeah. Florida guests, and and the reason why I, I'm bringing this up is I'm wondering if and when Disneyland opens, do you think that we could see some sort of incentive ticketing ticket prices for California residents, or do you think because Disneyland is just such a ingrained local park that has such a high annual pass holder uh, number? that this is something that will never make its way over to the West Coast. Yeah, I don't think it will make its way over the West Coast. I don't understand it in the East Coast, but I don't understand East Coast culture. But I guess it's just so big over there, and it's such a fly-in destination. In Disneyland, this doesn't work because the whole thing is supported by the me-first blogger mentality. Right, Meaning the the window in which this, this pass would be valid uh, it's either not safe to go, and so the past doesn't matter, or it's okay to go, and, and every food blogger, every family, every local is going to be there. So the window for this ticket you know, is about three days before it's just Disneyland's just back to what it was. I well, that's what I was going to ask. Is I, I mean, because you have, again, like you said, the me first blogger mentality. So when Disneyland opens back up, 
it's going to be flooded with those AP holders yeah. and all of the bloggers, right? Totally. Podcasters, YouTubers, bloggers will be down there. And it's a win-win because if it's safe, we get great content. If it's not, then... We get great content. It's a win it's for a the win world. For, it's a win for the world I- entirely. But yeah, I'm going. We're going as soon as it opens. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Oh, man. We are going as soon as it opens. <laughs> yeah. I got a I podcast live from the park, man. That's right. That's right. On Tom Sawyer's Island. There you go. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Hey, uh, let's take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the things that you should always do whenever you visit Disneyland. Oh, yeah. And the things that we beg you never to do. Please. Coming up in a moment. Knock it off, you guys. Daddy's got a new job. Maybe he and mom forgot what childhood means. I'll never meet Mickey Mouse. Maybe we'll go. Hey, little girl, do you think that no one cares about you? Uh-uh. Daddy's working. That's what you think. These are times you'll always treasure. Now your dreams come true. Sharing all the fun together. It's Mickey. Together at Disney. Hi again. Right now, rooms are available in the famous Walt Disney World Resort Hotels. Call this toll-free number, and we'll show you more in this 28-page vacation magazine, Yours Free. All right. Crack it open. Ah, and we're back. What's the, what's the metal thing that you were jingle-jangling? Jingle-jangle? Right now? Sorry. It was like a bike chain. Were you playing with a bike chain? No, it's a USB adapter. I can keep doing it if you like. I, call, I, just, I love calling you out whenever I hear stuff. Yeah. You clean your pistol over there? <laughs> yeah, I, am. It's, uh, I can't make gun jokes. Don't be crazy. Don't set me up for a joke I can't make. <laughs> Welcome back to Bobsleds and Banthas. You're back, and we're happy that you are. So excited. I'm so excited about this next segment. We literally uh, picked it five minutes ago, and it's going to so, be fantastic. So we were planning on doing a, uh, a show, this this episode, episode 18, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we were planning on doing something that we just by necessity have to move to next week. And we're not going to tell you what it is, but just suffice to say that we had yeah. a show planned that then we had to move. Big so we secret. had to quickly, yeah, big secret, but we had to quickly sort of... Uh, juke in order yeah. to uh to, to to put a show together and what we talked about is that uh you know a, a trip to disney is a very joyous thing right aaron i mean you've like you've you've saved up yes it is yes you're, it is. you're ready Usually. you're ready you're almost finally going always. to the magic kingdom almost always and you you've imagined kind of what's gonna be like i for me what'd you say uh, our uh, our internet <laughs> is is delayed by like five seconds <laughs> hold on let me get my kids off the internet get off the internet <laughs> Dad's trying to podcast. It's important. It's an important hobby to me. We have 15 people that listen every week. Come on now. You guys don't have to go to school anymore. All you do around is sit around and eat Pringles. Dad wants to podcast. Get off. Listen. Stop playing Roblox. I get 60 minutes to myself every week. I I just want a podcast. I want to spend it with another guy talking about a theme park. Leave me alone. Listen, there's nothing wrong with two <laughs> mid-40-year-old men talking about Peter Pan's flight. Yeah, a lot. So Disneyland is a joyous place much. most of the time. And what do you what do you want to say about that? Yeah, so so I'm sure a lot of people, like I, I know whenever I get ready to go on a Disney trip, like I think about the things I'm going to do. Like, yeah. oh, I can't wait to do this. And I this know. is, I'm going to do this. And this, and you sort of like plan the trip in your mind before you're even through the turnstiles. Yeah. And there's a lot of like traditions that, that I'm sure a lot of families have. Heck yeah. And it fe- felt like it was a good time to talk about uh, the things that, that we believe every self-respecting Disney fan must do every yes, time they go on absolutely. a Disney trip. 
And on the other side, the things that we are pleading with you to never, ever do again. There are some things that Disney fans do because of the love of Disney that really should just stop full tilt and and other things that those who are becoming Disney fans should be well aware of so that uh, so that they maintain the magic every single time they go to the park and that they're not ruining the magic for the people around them. Yeah, I was thinking, like, maybe we phrase these as, like, uh, I mean, they're not things you should always do or never do. Those are strong words. But, you know, generally speaking, then I was like, no. These are things you should never do or always do. And if you don't do them yes. or you keep doing them, Scott and Aaron are going to be very upset with you. These are not negotiable. Uh, you and I can negotiate them. But We're going to be so upset. This, I mean, these are commands. That's right. Yeah. These are absolutes. And if you do them or you do, if you don't do them when you should be doing them, and if you do do them when you should not be doing them, then when Aaron and I see you in the park, we're just going to scowl and just just shake our heads at you. Let's start with things you should never do, and then we'll end love on it. A, a happy note. I love it. Let's, let's end on a high note this time. Yay! Okay, so I have, uh, I have a bunch. Do you have a bunch? And we'll One, just sort two, of pare three, down. Four, I have about six. They're all good, though. Some are let's, short, let, some are long. Let's, let's, let's roll with it. Let's see what we got all and of see what them, kind of a show we have. All of them are life-saving, so pay attention. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, a couple of them are life-saving. Please start start with the first one. Oh, okay. First thing you should never do in Disneyland is pick a fight with an Oregon Ducks fan. Okay. Just that's it. Just right there. Yeah, I mean it literally could save your life. I only know that this is a this is a tip that will save your life because I was at Disneyland uh, during the Rose Bowl and yes. uh, uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes were there on Main Street and the yeah, Oregon Ducks were there yes. on Main Street. Yes. And I was like, oh, I want to take, I want to take, my whole family's from Oregon. I want to take my daughter to go see what the Oregon duck, they're all lined up in front of the castle. They're going to have their picture taken. So yep. I, I put uh, my daughter on my shoulders and I take her up to the castle to see the Oregon ducks there. Uh, and then I come back and a, a junior high dance circle has formed. They, they, all of Main Street okay. has stopped looking at the ducks and they're all looking inwards at some event. I was like, like a parade is going on or Mickey has okay. showed up. And, yep. and I, so I go, oh, what's going on? This is exciting. And I look in, and it's my wife, and she's uh, in sort of sort of uh, stroller combat with an Oregon Ducks fan, and they have their strollers locked up, and they're kind of pushing each other. And so wait, I, does wait is this this is the crowd that's forming is around your wife yeah. and an Oregon Ducks fan? Yeah, yeah. Not a junior high, not a junior high dance troupe. No, it just felt like a junior high. It felt like when the, oh, okay. when the cool kids were dancing at junior high, like in a, in yeah, a circle okay. forms. So yeah, right. This had formed around my wife, who was fighting with this Oregon Ducks fan uh, using their strollers. They weren't using Mysticus. Uh, his stroller had a kid in it. Our stroller was uh -huh. empty because the kid was on my shoulders. Uh, and so, you know, being being the good guy that I am, I walked into this guy who he was seven foot uh, seven foot six, I believe. Yeah, and I, and a, a typical Oregon Ducks uh, size. Yeah, yeah. He was ginormous, yeah. and yeah. Uh, uh, his whole family was. And I was just like, oh, "What's going on?" And and there was some. They both wanted the same spot, and they decided the best way to solve that thing was to was just to hit each other with strollers. <laughs> it was to stroller fight. And I was like, "You you know, I can't take this guy. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, do 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 And and instead of switchblades, they just have strollers, and they're just dancing around. Yeah, but it turns out he was a really good singer too. So like, I couldn't have won on oh, any level. That's good. Tip he, number he one. He pirouetted all over your wife, and uh, and then wow. he got the spot. <laughs> uh, Let me try that again. <laughs> I don't know what that's he, a euphemism for, but... Uh. He, so he pirouetted and sashayed all around your wife. There you go. And ended up getting the spot. Is that what happened? Uh, no, eventually a cast member uh, came over, and she's like, I I'm going to need all of you guys to back up. Let me ask you a question. Okay. I I'm not taking sides here, please, okay? Please I'm gonna be I'm going to be really objective mm -hmm, here. Mm-hmm. In 
either Oregon Ducks or your wife. Yeah. How critical was this spot really? How critical was it that two grown people had to throw strollers at each other in order to claim dominion and territory over one specific stroller. Yeah, it, it was. I have a. I have a little detail I've left out that will clear my wife's name that I'll save till the end. But uh, okay. But, but this was the, the. There's a curb, and so you could be on the curb, but you couldn't be in the street. So yeah, right. so somebody was going to get a front row for this parade, and somebody was going to have to go behind. So this was uh, the last yes. curb spot, and it was like everybody back up. And so my wife's like, "No, I'm not backing up. I have the spot next to the rope. I've been and, sitting here for four hours." Yeah, and the guy's like, "Back yeah. up, man, back up." And she's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not backing." up and he's like you're gonna back up and then she's like take this and then he's like ha take that jeez. Um, uh, but to, to her defense she was pregnant at the time and from what i hear you're allowed to do whatever you want when you're pregnant and so there you oh, go oh yeah yeah i mean you yes a blank check whatever <laughs> yeah. you want to do so totally that guy's fault my only question is with your child up on your shoulders were were you the combined height yeah. were you as tall or taller or still not as tall as yeah, this guy no, you were going up against still not as tall we tried wow. to cute our way out of it with like a little uh, father daughter dance number, but yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't. And you were it. like, I like spaghetti. <laughs> I like and, spaghetti. And he's like, I don't. I like chewing bubble gum and throwing strollers and I'm out of gum. Oh, so don't pick a fight with an Oregon Ducks fan. Never, never pick a, a fight with an Oregon Ducks fan. Well, mine is a little bit more universal than that. Okay. Uh, it is something that. Um, uh, it actually works out perfectly with what you just said. My, my, one of my things you should never do is never put kids on your shoulders <laughs> when yeah. someone is behind you. That's my uh, uh, never put, never put like, you know, you've been, everybody's camped out. This is a good example. All right. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Your wife is camped out for a parade spot and everything like that. And people have lined up behind her. And then suddenly, you know, uh, you want your kid to get the good, to get a good view not you necessarily, one. One wants to get their kids right, a good right, view right, of the parade. Yeah. And so they hoist the kid up on their shoulders and completely disregard the sight lines of everybody that's sitting totally. behind them. Yep. I, I just think that that's sort of a jerk move. If Now, if you turn around and you say, hey, do you mind if I put my kid up for just a few moments so that she can see Cinderella go by? Yeah. And uh, and they're cool with that. Yeah. Then that's fine. But I just don't think you should assume it's okay to throw your kid up on your shoulders and block everybody else's view of whatever whatever they've been waiting around to look. That's at. courteous. I feel like at some places, maybe this is not Disneyland. Uh, some places they don't allow it. I've definitely been to a museum or a zoo or something where they don't allow sure. shouldered kids. I don't remember where that was though. Good tip. Good tip. What's your What's your next one? Number two, guys. Uh, for me, uh, this is really important. So I just want you to make sure you have note paper out. Never write it down. Write it down. Never ever try to walk off a wet crotch. No, that's good. You got it right. Never never try to walk off a wet crotch. It's just... I mean, I heard it. I don't know. I didn't get it. But what do you I heard mean you it? don't get it? It's this is the most. If you go on Grizzly River Run. If you're yeah. bad at riding Pirates of the Caribbean, or if you go on yeah. Splash Mountain and you're wearing jeans yeah. and you're all wet in the crotch area, go into a bathroom and use one of the hand dryers, use some towel, take some time to dry that out. Because if you walk around and you try to walk off your wet crotch, you're going to get a rash, you're going to get all stuff going on, you're going to have to leave the park and go get desiccated in a hotel, and then you're going to be miserable for the rest of the day. I speak from experience. This happened to me. I spent, I spent three hours looking for looking for a way to take care of this terrible. I was terrible gonna, I was gonna say is is the uh, is the other side of this the thing you should always do is always carry diaper cream on you. Is that what you're there about you to go, say? Scott Storm for the win. Uh, never walk <laughs> off a wet crotch. Always carry diaper cream. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even sure how to follow up on that one. Um, here, it's, I I don't even know how to I don't even know what to respond about that. Wow, Aaron, that was a really good. That's a really good never. Good job. I I guess so. 
I suppose it's practical. so. Somebody out there is going to thank me. Don't do it. Who do you, who do you think is out there listening going like, mm, you know what? That is something I should never do. I'm You're just, right. I'm I should make sure you. to go into the restroom. It happens. And dry off my pants before I walk so that I don't uh, shake. Yeah. You really think that's, you think yes. one our listeners yes. are dying to hear these tips? Splash Mountain water rash is a real thing. Let's let's put an end to it. Next. All right. Next. Um, listen, don't ever get out of line mm. and expect to get back in the same place. And that's even if someone is, quote unquote, saving your spot. Yeah. What are the rules this is for something, that? This is something that I absolutely can't stand. Okay. I cannot stand... When you are waiting in a queue and you've been there for, let's say, 30 minutes, yeah. okay? Let's say you're there 30 minutes because that's a good average wait time if you got a fast pass, whatever. 30, 35 minutes, you're waiting. And then somebody is like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse Sorry. me. And then, and then you're like, look at him like, why, why, why are you trying to get past this? And like, oh, my, my husband or my wife is waiting for me up there. Way up we there. We just, way, way up, up there. there. It's, excuse, they're, they're way up there. They've just, I had to, I had to go to the bathroom. He wanted a pickle, I had to pickle, you see. I had to, go, I had to go dry myself off yeah. uh, so that I, I, don't, I don't have diaper, diaper rash yep. uh, from Splash Good Mountain. Thinking. And excuse me, or I just, you know what? I really need to get something to eat. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And then they just sort of snake their way through the but line. But you feel like, oh, let's let's take uh, Indiana Jones because this is this this is a good cue for these types of yeah. rules. Yep, yep. Uh, Indiana Jones, you have the outside waiting part where you can access that part of the line without cutting. You can kind of wait for your family to get to an edge piece. Yeah, I get that. A corner piece that. like a brownie. Then you slip under the rope and you got yourself a pickle or a, uh, you know, a frozen banana or whatever. But when you're inside... That's a single file line when you're inside. Then you do the scooch right. thing where you're like, uh, "Oh, sorry, my my party's just up ahead." Uh, yes. What are you? So you don't? You, do you prefer if they say something like they give you an excuse, or do you prefer if they just butt through and and do it? I mean, you, no, I don't prefer either. Is that what you're? Are you asking me? I mean, I knew that was me, your answer. But. Are, you, are you asking me how somebody should be rude? Like, what's the <laughs> yeah, better way of being yeah. rude? Is yeah, that, that what you're yeah, saying? That's what I was asking. Yeah, definitely. I'm saying no. I'm saying you forfeited your opportunity to be to get to the front of the line yeah. by virtue of the fact that you needed a pickle. So, like, so, I can almost, I can almost, I can almost, almost understand it if you're in an outside queue line where there isn't like you're not you know, you're not swimming upstream. Like right. you're literally just getting to the side. Yeah. But I only say that if you have been waiting in line, like, I don't think you get a free pass. Like, Oh, you guys go get in line and I'll meet you up, uh, later after I get my pickle. And now, you know, there were two people in line and now suddenly you've got a family of seven yeah. that are all just like wanting to jump the line there. Oh yeah, you can't. So, I mean, I feel like the rule is that it's got to be four X, whatever you're bringing up on the line. So if you have one person cutting, you have to have four people in that line. If you're bringing yeah. two, then you got to have eight up there. It, it, yes, can't, it can't exactly. be one person holding the line and four people coming up. That's no. madness. That's insane. And I, and I also think you have to get permission. I think you got to get permission from at least the family behind you, if not two families behind you, to say, "Hey, I'm going to get out. I want to. I'm going to grab something to drink really quickly. Is it okay? If, if is it okay if I come right back? Yeah, and that'd they, be nice. And of course, they're going to say yes. Yeah. No one's going to be a jerk and say like, "No, no. I'm not going to. I'm not going to allow you to get back. Try in. it. We'll I'm see what happens. You, you 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 go get it. You see what happens." I'll but right I feel here. like just being courteous, this is going to be a theme you're going to see throughout my tips, just being courteous to the people around you to say like, hey, is it okay if I, if I get out, I'm, I'm going to get back in right away. Yeah. But no, you don't get it. You, no, you don't, you don't get the opportunity to basically tell everybody in line, hey, move to your right because I'm coming through to go see my family. And then you're snaking all the way through Indiana Jones to get up to the if front. If it's a mom or a dad and they're with their whole family and then their in-laws and their outlaws and their side-laws and all that stuff. And he's like, oh, can I get out? I'm like, buddy, I'm coming with you. Let's go. We're 
where are we going? Like, I'm, I'm, well, we're, yes. we're best now, this, buddies uh, for the rest of the day. <laughs> exactly. And you're, you're also, uh, th- this coming from the man who says like, well, what if I just pay the person at the front of the Dole Whip line to order Dole Whip for me? Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> what if I just pay the person at the front of the Indiana Jones That's line? That's cool, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Right. Just get six. You know, you better make, make it eight. Sometimes I like to eat two. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, so listen, you get out of line, you stay out of line. Wow. Yeah. And don't get out of line with me. All right, number three on things you should never do. You should never do this, Scott Storm. Never do this. I can't wait. All right, never (laughs) go on Donald's boat in Toontown. Oh, okay. Go for it. I mean, I don't. I I agree with that's you. That's a. T- I mean, the, like, what happened to that attraction? Almost nothing works in it. There's nothing there anymore. Uh, it, it's very confusing. Did anything ever really work? Yeah, I don't know. Books? There's like a piano in there, I think. And you could pull, couldn't you pull the horn? Yeah, maybe Did you pull the horn at one point. It's just a really weird experience. You should never wait for that. You should not expect much from that. I don't know what's going on with Donald's boat. Don't do it. It's pretty much the equivalent of a, a playground structure inside of a mall. Yeah. That, that, right? that they forgot about a while ago. Yeah, they like they installed it in like 97. Oh, the snail's head is missing. It's like, it's okay. Now it's a shell. It's fine. It's just a shell yep. now. It's, it's a okay. beach theme. Nope, the snail left. Yeah. Well, no, 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 I can still see the parts of the body. <laughs> yeah. Nope. That's yeah. just the mud. Never go on Donald's boat in Toontown. That's a good tip. Thank you. It's a good tip. Yeah. Uh, listen. You thought they were all going to be silly. That wasn't silly. That was deadly serious. Yeah. That was as serious as a heart oh, you attack. You just wait. Hey, listen, never, never. I, I feel like we shouldn't have to say this, and yet it continues to happen. <laughs> Don't take flash photography on dark rides. Yeah. And I will even, I will even in, improve. I'll double down on this and say, just keep your phone down entirely. Like, don't take selfies. Yeah. Don't take videos. I don't want to see your iPhone screen. And I sure... Sure as sugar, don't want to see your iPad screen up in front of me when I'm trying to enjoy Pirates of the Caribbean. I love when people take videos or photos with their iPad, with like the iPad Pros, like whatever, yeah, 16 inches. Just like a 12-inch screen in front of you taking video. Like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. You're telling me there is nothing smaller on you that you can't take a photo with? If you put your iPad up to take a video on Pirates, do I get the right to just quote unquote, accidentally knock your iPad yeah. off into the water. Yep. A little, uh, Jack Sparrow slap and dash. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, I feel like that is, that's the, that's the social contract we have. Yeah. You take your iPad out to take a, uh, to take a video of the new auction scene, but you run the risk of anybody smacking your hand so that that thing What if you takes saw somebody riding Pirates of the Caribbean with an iPad watching a YouTube video of Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> watching like TPM vids or whatever yeah, exactly. it is? Just be like, no, I like, I, like, I, like, I like to break out of the screen. I like to watch it and then like be in it at the same time. It's sort of like virtual reality for me. It's very much like virtual reality, yeah. I just don't, I, I, you know, there's so many videos out there now. There's so many photos of what the inside of attractions look like. I just don't understand the fascination. I don't understand the need to take photos or videos of rides, and certainly not in a way that is distracting to the people that are behind you. Yeah. I can understand, like, as a family, you want to take a quick selfie that you're on, you're on a, a you know. A meaningful thing. A, about, yeah. about to go off. I, I can understand that. But do it right as the ride takes off. Don't do it inside the ride. It's just so distracting to everybody. Yeah, it's like, hey, you wanna? We just got back from Disneyland. You, you guys want to come over and watch all the videos I recorded of all no. the rides? No, it's exactly like a SoCal Attractions 360, but not shot in 4K, and the lighting's terrible. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> you're you're never going to get a better. You're not going to get a better version of that yeah. than the guy who wrote it as the last 
boat of the night on Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. and shot it in 4K. Yeah. You're never going to get a yeah. better version of it than that. Sometimes they'll yeah they'll the the people will come over the the cast members will come over the little speaker and say no flash photography no making right. out in the boat like they'll give you yes. little little tips I like that it's fun yes I do too I do too all right let number, me ask you a question oh yeah uh, ha, is is there is there a polite way that you can tell somebody that's in your boat to stop taking photos or videos like is there a good way to do that or do <laughs> yeah. you just accept that you are the rude that you are rude, but you are not as rude as the person that you are trying to tell them to stop ruining the ride for other people. Yeah, you just say, let me let me take your picture really quickly. You look really good. I think this thing is going to go viral. Let me let me take a picture. And then you get it and you just huck it straight over, <laughs> straight over as, your shoulder. As, as far this away is a bumpy into ride. the ride as possible. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the, yeah, with the slap and dash. I don't know. I would never tell somebody to, to knock it off unless they were taking you it of me. I, I feel like. I, I do want to say, look, like, I like this ride enough to get in a fight about it. Look, if it's a duck fan on a boat, no, I'm not going to say I was going to say, your wife had had no problem doing yeah, this. Yeah. Look, my husband will fight you. Keep taking pictures. And I'm like, I won't. <laughs> I seriously will not. No, I won't. Listen, I, she just picks I don't a fight. Even, I don't even like this ride that much. Honey, you keep picking the fights, but I can't win the ones that you pick. <laughs> yeah. Let's Pick go, it with a child. Let's go that to I fantasy land and, and work on some of this stuff first. We got to go to the go to the minor leagues. Yeah, no, I don't know if I, I do, have anything. Uh, I do feel like you should be able to say, hey, listen, excuse me. I know you're enjoying this ride, but this is like, can you please not take photos right yeah. now? But then the, but then again, like you're, suddenly you're the jerk. Yeah. You're the jerk because you're asking them to put their phone away. And you're sitting I with just, that person for the next 10 minutes and you're getting yes. out of the boat with them and you're holding the bumper the bumper gate as you leave the blue bayou That's for right. them. And then you'll see them on uh, Big yeah. Thunder Mountain later that day. And then your yes. whole day has awkward points to it. So no, you just go like, I hope that turns out. I hope that turns out. I hope that's a good one. Hey, maybe what's the, your maybe, Instagram maybe, handle? Maybe I can follow you. I was going to say, or maybe the solution is you sit behind them while they're taking their video and you're just like, good ones. That was a good pick. That's a keeper. That's a keeper right there. And uh, then at some point they just go like, this isn't going to work out. I'm going to put this down. Yeah. That's what I would do now that I think about it. That works. Yeah. I, like I just that. make their video experience as terrible as possible. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, what's your next one? All right, number four, never. You should never do this. Are you ready? Never, never do never, this. Never, ever wait more than 55 minutes for Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Never. That is the absolute max. That's the threshold. If you see a six and a zero on that sign or a five and a nine, which they would never do unless they were being cute, uh, yeah. 55 is the absolute max, guys. Absolutely. I see. Max. I was even... I was going to say 40, maybe 35, yeah. actually. Like, if I can't yeah. get a fast pass for Roger Rabbit, I don't know... I, that line, but that's that still, that's still is a sometimes. so long. That's a still a sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a never. This is a this never. Is a and never. 55 is the absolute maximum threshold for Roger Rabbit. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That I mean, there's just nothing going... That All that ride is... That, that cue is just switchbacks. Yeah. It's switchbacks, and it's deceptively short. You get in, you're like, oh, man, look it. There's the end. It's right there. Like, that's no problem. Then all I of a know. sudden, you're walking four and a half miles through, through switchbacks. It's very well-themed. But also, it does not move very quickly. This relates back to, uh, this is a confession time, uh, oh, something that I confessed a, a couple of episodes ago. Uh, this is something you should never do. Never. Never. Ever. Okay? I don't care how many times you have been on the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. I don't care if it's the greatest ride you've ever been on. I don't care if your grandfather designed the ride. Yeah. I don't care if your name is Yale Gracie. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, he don't care. Do not recite the ghost host spiel for the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Ever. Nope. Just don't do it. When you're in the stretching room, let Paul Freeze do Paul Freeze. Yeah. You're not Paul Freeze, yeah. so don't try to be Paul Freeze, yeah. and don't try to one-up Paul Freeze. And funny. while you're at it, while you're at it, 
when the lightning flashes, don't scream. Yeah. Just don't do it. Yeah, everybody knows it. Everybody's showing self-control but you. Everybody knows that whole thing by heart. That's right. You're the only one that's not showing self-control, Scott Storm. Yeah, I and it is me. It is me because this is confession time, okay? I'm in the real-world confessional right yep, now. Yeah, you are. And I am saying that as, as, a, as a young man, a young man in my 20s, I was known to do the ghost host spiel and to scream at the lightning flash. And only now, looking back, looking back at my life, and the sins that I have committed, mm. the greatest sin of all was ruining somebody's experience on the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Because so you really are no, my obnoxious, uh, my, my obnoxious uh, voice. You're over. a no scream at the at the thunder and the hanging, huh? If it is a light scream, you know, if it is a if it's a if it is a scream that does not draw attention to yourself, it's acceptable. Okay. For fun. If it is a shrill scream that is meant to draw attention to yourself, unacceptable. I understand the line. I am guilty of yeah. the of the the performance scream. So yes, yes. If you're there to sort of like jolt people around, you're like ah ah, yeah. And then everybody has a good laugh. That's totally acceptable. But if it's like, look at me, look at how well I know the haunted mansion that I can do all these things yeah. on cue, no, unacceptable. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a good and one. Please stop, everybody. Please just stop doing it. Like again, this is someone's first time. Yeah. Okay. They don't, they don't need to have their experience ruined because you love the Haunted Mansion so much. Yeah. Please stop. I'm begging you. Yeah, they should just let it. I'm they, begging you. They should let a lift go down every, every two hours that's just filled with people that know it by heart, and then yeah, you guys exactly. can all do it together. Right, like when you get on, like, it, like maybe you have a big group, like you get on the Jungle Cruise, right, and yeah. everybody knows all the jokes, and yeah. so they're all laughing, like they're all doing the forced laugh at the can, or the can laughter. Like, if everybody's in on the joke, that's fine. Yeah. The problem is the stretching room is so large that there's a good chance that a lot of people are not in on that joke. Yeah. And so therefore, it's not fun for them. Yeah, and a lot of first-timers. There's a lot of first-timers yeah. in there. Good tip. No. I'm going to move on no. to one, two, three, four. What Please are we on? Do. Five? Yeah. I don't know. Here it is. You should never do this. this. This might be controversial. I don't know. You should never, ever buy Mickey Mouse glove hands. Oh, don't ever do that. The big white cartoon hands. Yeah, why don't do that? <laughs> or if you're going to do it, I mean, why would you do it late in the day? Because then you just have cartoon glove hands that you now own. <laughs> but if you do why, it early in the day. <laughs> you can't use them for anything. I mean, they're not hot pads. You can't <laughs> yeah. use them as oven mitts. Yeah. You can't use them as actual utility gloves. The best thing you can do is like high five a cloud with them. Like that's that's all you got going that's on. That's the best thing. I mean, even when, okay, you're never going to wear your Mickey ears outside of the park. That's fine. Yeah. You can at least display those things. You're not displaying puffy Mickey gloves. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're just, a, you, you, wear, you wear them for like one ride and then you're like, what am I going to do? They're too big for a backpack. I can't rent a yes. locker. I, I literally have to get rid of these things. Like I have to just I, put them somewhere. Could you, could you repurpose them and throw as throw pillows? You, you could. You could yeah. Do that? Yeah. You rip them open and you wear it as a hat hat a head or hat. a hat hat i don't know what i've only seen i've only seen hand people hat. use me i actually saw a disney dj use mickey gloves when he was djing a private party one time trying to get people to that's clap cool. and he put his mickey gloves on okay but that's cool that, i mean that's cool but I, other I, than I, that i i can't yeah but you can't dj you can put your mickey gloves on you yeah. clap but you're not you're not spinning tunes with those things Right? No. There's no way you're there's no there's no way you're cutting a record that way. Never buy Mickey Mouse hand gloves, people. Don't do it. Don't do it. What do you got, Scott Storm? Listen, this is uh we're gonna get into some sensitive territory here. Whew, okay. I'm scared. We're gonna get into we're we're gonna have some tough conversations, okay. you and me. All right. All right. I'm ready. Uh, I felt like uh the, the Haunted Mansion spiel was was leading into that. Okay. But now we're gonna get to the heart of stuff. Yikes. Don't break the magic of characters. Oh wow, okay? what is that? And th there are many things that people do 
that end up breaking the magic of the characters. Oh, interesting. And, and we're going to go through a couple of them. Okay, here. good. Don't ever address the actor instead of the character, right? Like, do you like, like playing don't, Little Mermaid? Yes, don't ever do that. Yeah. Don't ever ask questions of the performer. Don't, it, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable for them. They can't, they can't answer it. You're not going to get them to break character. So I saw you on the 405 earlier, right? You were in like a Chevy Impala, right? On the 405? I'm sorry. I don't know what a Chevy Impala is. I mean, I have Impalas in my pasture, if that's what you mean. <laughs> yeah. And yes, you may have seen me out there with my Impalas before, wow. but I don't know. I've, I'm not familiar with the Chevy breed. Wow. Like those types of things, That was right? really good. Is an Impala really a cow? It's a, uh, I think it's like a, uh, it's like a deer. Wow. You are like unbreakable, a, like my sort friend. Of forced, forced animal. It's a forest animal. I almost feel I like have that. many forest animals in, uh, out in my kingdom. Things like that. Like you're not going to get them to, you know, or like, hey, is it hot in there? Yeah. Like, don't, don't, why are you doing that? Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, so addressing, addressing the actor or the, or the performer, not the character, pulling, hitting, groping, mm. or allowing somebody to pull, hit, or grope. Don't mm. do that. Uh, you know, listen, uh, Princess Jasmine is uh, the princess of Agrabah. Yeah. You should treat her that way. Right. It's important for you to show her, show the princess the proper respect. Yeah. Tigger's tail is not meant to be pulled on. I don't care if he's a stuffed animal. Please don't pull on his tail. Yeah. Things like that. Never, right? never do that. Never do that. Never ask a character to sign like a million things in one go. Yeah. Uh, many, many oh, times. Hold on. We have a bag. You're not going anywhere, Prince Charming. Hold on right yeah. there. I got a bag. <laughs> right. Uh, first thing is or, I got these Mickey gloves. I'd like you to sign every digit. There's only, I mean, every there's only single three, one. But- Can you sign every single one? Uh, it, the, many, many times I have seen guests uh, pull, uh, just scramble inside their bag or their purse for a, some sort of piece of paper. Sometimes, most often, a receipt yeah. and a crayon comes out yeah. in order for a character to sign a receipt with a crayon. Let me just tell you, you're not ready for an autograph. <laughs> you're okay? not ready. If, <laughs> just emotionally, spiritually. Yeah, just you're, just not, to, you're just not ready to have an autograph. You just right haven't now. matured to the point where you are ready for an autograph. <laughs> Come back when you have a Sharpie. Yeah. Come back when you have something that you actually want signed. If it's a Mickey glove, that's fine. Yeah. Give, give, give the character a Sharpie to sign that Mickey glove with. Oh my gosh, that's funny. You never, you, I mean, you have to sign it though. You can't tell them like, oh, forsooth, you're not ready for an autograph. Please. Listen, those di- the Disney characters are there to to visit with the guests. Yeah. They love taking photos, they love they love signing autographs. It's just it's challenging for Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, Pluto, any of those guys. It's challenging them to to sign an autograph, uh to sign a receipt with a crayon. Yeah. It's just really challenging to do that. Yeah. So you know what? Uh give them show them the respect. Uh, you know, they, they've taken time out of their day to take photos with yeah. you and give you hugs and, and have them play around with you and do the hot dog dance and all it's those like, types of uh, things. It's like, I'd like you to sign this one inch button and for, for you to sign it, I have the lead from a mechanical pencil, but outside of the pencil, like it's just yes. the lead insert. Let me get that in your little duck hand right here. You, you have, Aaron, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea how many Starburst wrappers I have signed with a yellow crayon. Okay. It's it's really it's surprising. Lemon, Lemon Starburst wrapper, Lemon, yellow crayon. Yeah, well, was, and then I'm just thinking, like, you're not gonna keep this. Yeah. We both know you're not gonna keep this. This is not this is not a souvenir. So why are we going through this charade right now? You are not ready for an autograph. That's my favorite. You're not line. ready for an autograph. Okay. Oh, that's going that's going in the Bob Sleds and Bantha's store. You're not ready for an autograph. Who crashed the that's Falcon? A, that's a, <laughs> 
<laughs> you're not ready for an autograph. We got to get these T public shirts. I'm yeah, we got telling you, who man. Crashed, who crashed the Falcon? You're not ready for an autograph. You got another one? My last one on the things you should never do, and, uh, you know, it's not a good one, but I like it. It means something to me, is never try to get the best of a Jungle Cruise skipper. They are smarter and funnier than you, and oh, they've, yes. they've heard it all before. Uh, and I just, I like that. I like the duality of that. Every day is the first day of Disneyland operating, and every yep. day is the millionth day, meaning every yes. day is, is full of something new, and every day it's the exact same thing. And the Jungle Cruise makes fun of that. They embody that. Uh, and if you think they haven't heard your witty little thing to the joke, they've, they've heard it. So are you saying more than just heckling? Are you saying like trying to overtake the joke or like yeah. improve upon the joke? Yeah, anything like that. Like if they have something set up and you they can tell, you know, the setup. I've said this before, like they know they, they most of them know how to deal with that. Uh, and yeah. it's just in bad form like that. That's just in bad form to try to get again. The it's taking it, it's it's redirecting the show away from where the show should be and putting the show on you. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. the end of Aaron's. You should never do things. Does Scott Storm have one to wrap it up? Uh, yeah, ten. I mean, I've got, I've got one. It's, it's, it's uh, got many subdivisions. Okay. The general is just don't be a jerk. Oh, wow. Okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't be a jerk when you go to, to Disneyland. You don't, you don't get a free pass. Okay. You don't get a free pass. This isn't your private park just because you spent a lot of money. Everybody who is attending the park has spent a lot of money to be there. And so everybody is going to the same place that you are. Everybody's going to be waiting in the same lines that you're going to be waiting in. Everybody's going to be dealing with the same inconveniences or frustrations that you may uh, be dealing with. And so just be aware of that. Be aware yeah. that you, you don't have a, a right or entitlement to something more than anybody else who's attending that park on that day because everybody is in the same position. I remember so vividly when I, was, uh, when I went through traditions for, for, for Disney, when I beca first became a cast member, and Traditions is the, is the training program that you go to, right? You spend a week in Traditions. And I remember that during my first day of Traditions, they actually broke down the cost of a family of four to attend Walt Disney World for a period, for a week. Yeah. And they broke it down to cost of tickets, cost of hotel, cost of food, cost of souvenirs, all of that thing. Yeah. And the point that they were making was an ungodly large number that I would only truly appreciate later when I had three children of my own and was paying to go to the park yeah. uh, without any <laughs> cast member discount. And the point that they were making was some people save their entire lives to go to Disney for this one time. Yeah. So it is your responsibility as a cast member to make it a magical event. Yeah. And to the and I think that applies to to guests who are there all the time, right? Who who treat Disneyland like it's their like it's their their park. Like it, it is important to be aware that this is someone's first time and this may be someone's only time. Mm -hmm. And if you are taking the show and putting it on yourself, you're ruining that magical experience. You're ruining the magic for someone that is the exact same magic that caused you to get an annual pass. Yeah. So just be aware of that. Don't 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 be a jerk and don't feel entitled just because you're there a lot. And uh, and and finally, if you are if you are a blogger or an influencer or a YouTuber, I I understand. Like you're creating content, you you want to get people to to watch your stuff, and that's good. Just be discreet when you're doing it. Yeah. Right. Like, again, be aware of your surroundings. Be aware that you're not taking away from someone else's experience when when experiencing the park. Good tips. The, those if you stick to those things, I don't I don't see how you can't have but a but a magical time and you know, special. magical time yeah. and magical time for other people, Aaron. Yeah. Correct. Carry cream, carry cream and you'll be just fine. Carrie Cream, uh, my favorite figure skater. <laughs> yeah, she was good. Carrie She's Cream. great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she like uh, I think she took all three gold medals one time. Carrie Cream. Hey, so uh, so we got done ranting like two old men about the things that people should never do when they're at Disneyland. 
Why don't we uh, Why don't we lighten the mood a little bit and talk yeah. about things that you should always do? Yeah, that's that's a great idea. I don't know. Mine are kind of mine are kind of serious. I don't. Th- I, I hope yours are jovial because mine are kind of. Oh, serious. see, mine were all serious. Uh, mine were just all serious. Yeah. So now you're. And gonna... Yours were all jovial. So I think mine are mine are probably be a little bit light. Good. Do you want me to start it off? I'll start this one off. Good. Hit me with it. Ride ride the carousel. Yeah. Magical. Every time, ride the carousel. You know, you you gave such a great tip. I'm not going to steal this tip from you. I am going to emphasize this tip. You gave such a great tip a couple of episodes ago where you said, find a carousel horse that is your own. Everybody loves Jingles because it's the lead horse. Yeah. It's Mary Poppins horse. But there are so many great char- characters. There are so many great horses on that carousel that you can find one that that's your own. They all have their own names. Find that one, ride that carousel horse every single time you go to Disneyland. The carousel is, it's the simplest attraction. Yeah. It's the, it, and possibly one of the most elegant attractions. It and is. also one of the most historic. So ride the carousel every time you go to Disneyland. It is. There's, it, that is where you can find magic if you, if you forgot where it is. Uh, it would have to be at night. Uh, but when the music is playing and Mr. Toads is glowing in the you know yep. warmly in, in the cool evening air and you're you're going around on that carousel, that you can find magic there. So I can, absolutely I concur. My first one's pretty simple. Uh, one word even I did it in one word. Oh, interesting. And that word is wave. Just wave to people. Waving and right. di- waving in Disneyland's a big thing. Uh, boat to land waving, land to ride waving. Uh, D- D- Disneyland's one of the few places left in the world where people wave to each other. Uh, and yeah, I like that. That's a big thing in our family. Uh, the hungry bear. We tell our kids. Uh, one of the things you'll hear us say is, uh, we tell our kids, we say, "Go get your waves," which means go stand on the railing and wave at people that pass on the sailing ship Columbia or the Mark Twain, and get people to wave at you and tell me how many you, how it. many you got. Um, so it's a great place to do the, the ride wave, ride to land, land to ride wave. And so I wave, love that wave to I love people. That. And it is fun, especially, especially for kids. It's really fun to have the, this, the wave to someone and the wave back. Yeah. It is just that it's that just that little bit of personal connection in a very, very crowded space. Totally. Right? Yeah. It's great. One, one of the, the greatest things about the way Disneyland does things as opposed to the way Disney world does things is the proximity between the parks and the max pass. Yeah. The fact that you can schedule a fast pass across the park, mm-hmm. make your way to the park, or make make your way to that attraction and get on that attraction is mind-boggling. It is. From from a guy who used to have to, you know, go through the kiosks and and you run to the kiosk and I guess we did that at, at Disneyland too, but the whole fast pass kiosk sprint. Yeah. The fact that they don't do that anymore and you can just leisurely take your time and make uh, make fast passes over your phone, that's amazing. It is amazing. I like the Supermax Pass where you can actually have somebody ride it for you. So I just stay at the Candy Cane Motel and then some guy rides yeah. it. And then he's like, hey, you just went on Pirates of the Caribbean. You didn't have a good time. Somebody was taking pictures the entire time, but I punched him out. No big deal. I'm like, great. And I told him. I, I, I took their phone and I threw it in the, yeah. I, I threw it in the water. I'm like, man, it sounds like I, I had a great time. I told him what room you're staying in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Supermax Pass. Good one. Supermax Pass. Here's one. You should at least wear wear ears in the park once, no matter your age. If you haven't worn ears for a day, you don't need to do it your entire trip. You don't even have to do it the whole day. But you should wear ears in the park. It's funny what just a piece of, not silly, but what a, what a hat like that can do to make yes. you feel like a kid. Because you know you're wearing it. You know you wouldn't normally wear it. And, and it, it helps you connect you to that younger part of you. So I'd say do it it's at least the, once. It's the only place where you can get you can get away with something like that. Yeah. And I would even say, I would even, I would even uh, build on that and just say, you should buy a new pair of ears every single time you go to Disneyland. Yeah, I had that, but I felt like I didn't want to push people. I love it. I, I think it's, it's, you know, it, it is a, 
it's a moment in time that you can actually uh, that you can actually capture. You got your ears that you picked for that trip. You write on the inside the date that you were there, the dates that you were there. Yeah. And uh, it's a great little keepsake. But but at the very least, yes, wear a pair of ears for at least one day of your trip. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, if you had the opportunity for a Disney hat, uh, that that is not a replacement for ears. You actually have to wear ears. Right? Yeah. No, it ha- headband. Yeah, right? it has to be ears. And the closer, the closer to the traditional Mickey Mouse Club black ears that you can go yeah. during this one day thing. That's cool. They make so many ears now, you know, Star Wars ones and BB-8 yeah, ones. Yeah, like, I love, all, I love all those characters. It's all great, but just wearing the class, the point of wearing the ears for this particular exercise of an always do thing is to connect you to the very heart and soul of Disneyland. Yes. It's to connect you to, to the point of, uh, for, for, for kids everywhere, the child that's still in you. Uh, and for that, that's kind of a thing we all do there. So do it. Yeah, do it. Uh, do something that you've never done before. Yeah. I think that's one of the great things about Disneyland is that you will never run out of things to do and likely you will never run out of new things to do. So ride a ride you've never ridden before, eat a snack or go to a restaurant that you've never dined at before, see a show you've never done before. There is a good likelihood that even if you go to the parks over and over and over again, there is something at that park that you have never done before. And by the time you have done everything, there will be something new that Disney puts out that you will have not have experienced. Yeah, like uh, the Stroller Fighting League is. Yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> the first rule about Stroller Fight Club. I know, is, I broke it. <laughs> that's right, you broke it. Is, you yeah, you don't fight a pregnant lady. That's that's rule that's number right. one. Rule two is you never that, talk that, about it. Rule number one right. is not, don't fight a pregnant lady. Listen, you know, certainly, like if if that if if that woman is pregnant, your wife in this instance. Yeah. Just, just let her have the space. Yeah. Okay. Just go like, okay. Listen. All right. Like we get it. It's, it's, it's hot. You're hot. I'm hot right now. I'm seven foot four. <laughs> yeah. You've got to be even hotter. Yeah. You have another person growing inside of you. Yeah. Like you can have the space. Obviously, you're here alone. You don't got anybody looking after you. There's no husband right, around. Exactly. Like you have the spot. But uh, I just think the funniest part was like they were stroller wrestling, and he had his kid in his. So like, there's some chant. Nobody was going to get injured on our side, but his kid was like being used as a. We- a weapon of a cudgel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he almost got impaled on his cudgel. Uh, number four, you guys, this is what you got to do. And this sounds really, uh, I am the least likely person to ever say something like that, like this. And if I saw you wearing a t shirt that, that said this, I would look down on you. But uh, who crashed the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. <laughs> Tip number four With the shirt blowing out in the back? <laughs> exactly. You should always believe in magic. And here's what I believe mean by that. You should always believe that magic can happen in Disneyland. And I'm not talking about a funny feeling that you get or just like your dreams are going to come true. I'm talking about all the things that Disney does to ensure a magical part of your experience. Yes. It can be anything from uh, Peter Pan tying your shoelace to getting on a ride earlier than you thought to having an unplanned uh, character interaction that was just what you needed at the right moment of the day. But if you just let the park take over, uh, you will find yourself tired. You will find yourself not believing in the magic. You'll find yourself believing in the, I just paid $4,000 for yeah. this and I haven't enjoyed a moment of it yet and just when you least expect it uh disneyland the park the soul of the park will unleash magic upon you and you'll be like oh now i understand like i can't i can't get this anywhere else so 100 agree absolutely i when when people approach disney from a transactional standpoint like i'm going to go do this thing i'm going to have this experience i'm going to ride these rides uh it 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 closes them off from the magic of the park it becomes no different than going to Santa Monica Pier and going to ride the roller coaster there. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the quality of Disney that makes it so special, so unique, 
the reason why there are so many podcasts and blogs and YouTube channels that cover Disney is because of the magical experiences that are there when you just let the park happen to you. Yeah, exactly. And and you just go saying, I'm going to go to experience what the park is going to, uh, and the, the adventure that the park is going to take me on. And yeah, I want to get on these rides. They're the things I want to do. These are the things I want to see, but I'm not going to let my to-do list, my theme park to-do list, get in the way of me experiencing the park the way Walt would want me to have experienced the park. Yeah. It still happens there all the time with as crowded as, as it is. You would assume like, yeah. oh, they just it just doesn't happen anymore. It's too busy. They don't care about me. I guarantee you, almost every cast member wants to give you that magic. They want to do that. They are busy, but they want to create an experience that you cannot create for yourself outside of the park. Uh, and it happens. It happens. Sometimes it takes the whole trip. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Uh, but sometimes it happens when you least expect it. And it's Absolutely. happened to me several times where I desperately needed that kind of magic. You can't manufacture it. You just have to wait for it to happen. And then out of nowhere, uh, it happens. And you're like, okay, maybe I can still be a little bit happy. I have had experiences both as a cast member and as a guest where I have been able to create a magical experience for someone that they would never have known was going to happen. Yeah. But, uh, but I was given the latitude as a cast member to make that magic happen. Right. And that is, that is a story that though that, that family I hope, or those families will recount and go like, man, remember when this happened at Disney? Like, remember when Aladdin did this with us? Like that was, that's not what we expected. You know, that there are just, I have so many of those stories like that, that just bring me such joy and then I have had that experience for as a guest, both uh, both myself and then seeing it play out in my family as well, where it's just like, yeah, this is the reason why people are just so, uh, uh, they have so much loyalty to this place. They have so much love for this place because the the relationship between the guest and the cast members work in such an incredibly unique and uh, special way when both of those parties are open to the the magic that that park has. A definitely. Yeah, A definitely. <laughs> That's right. Your turn. Follow that up, Mr. Storm. Uh I this is a this is a uh a simple a simple suggestion. Okay. It's a slashy. This is a slashy. Oh. And my slashy is chill. Yeah, chill, man. Chill by either taking a break on the Mark Twain Tom Sawyer break or the Disneyland Railroad. Yeah. Just go lo-fi and just breathe, mm -hmm. man. Just breathe at one of those places and just take in the atmosphere of the park by either being on the Mark Twain, being on Tom Sawyer's Island, or being on the Disneyland Railroad. Yeah, or you can go to the upstairs of the Golden Horseshoe. Uh, yeah. You go upstairs in there. Nobody will bother you. Not a lot to look at up there, but you will be alone, and that's kind of an amazing thing. Yep, it was a simple one. Go. Uh, always ride a dark ride towards the end of your day. It doesn't have to be the last ride of the day. It'd be great if it were. But towards the end of the day, ride a dark ride. It just feels like uh, it feels like the right way to end a Disneyland trip. That's all I have to say about that. I totally agree. I, I love the experience of uh, going into a dark ride when it's sort of dusk and coming out of a dark ride when it is now changed into night and all of the park lights are on, all of the theme lighting is on. And uh, man, uh, Disney at at night is just. I feel like that's when that part comes alive. Yeah, for sure. And to have that and and to have that transition point be when you're inside of a dark ride is just. It's so cool and so magical. Yeah, uh, I got one last one. Okay, you got one, and then I got one. Wrap it up. So, so if my if my most emphatic don't do, which is what was, don't be a jerk. 
then my most emphatic please do is please be kind. Oh, yeah. Right? Thank the cast members as you have experiences with them. They are there because they love being there. They are there because they want to, like you said, they want to make magic. And so show appreciation for what they're doing. You know, uh, I, I think it just, it brightens a cast member's day to say, hey, listen, we have had such a great time today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Like it, it just enlivens that spirit so much. Um, make room for the kids, right? Like you want to have a great view of Fantasmic? I get it. But that little four-year-old, like let that four-year-old have the most amazing view possible for Fantasmic. So that it just imprints in their mind that there is nothing like this place in the world and they, and they can't, are counting the days until they get to come back. So make room for the kids and just practice patience while you're there. Again, everybody's going through the same frustrations. Everybody's waiting the same lines. And if you are just worried about, uh, you know, commandoing your schedule and making sure that you're ticking off all the to-do uh, items that you have, uh, and, and you will just get impatient. And if you get impatient, you start missing things. And when you start missing things, again, it turns the park from this magical destination that is unlike any other place in the world to, you know, any sideshow attraction that you can find uh, at, at any truck stop or any uh, a tourist trap. Yeah, that's a good one. Pretty, pretty in theme with my last one, which would be uh, uh, take a pause and look at Walt's light in the fire above the firehouse in yeah. Walt's apartment, either on mm-hmm. your way in or on your way out. Just take two seconds. Look at the light, uh, the light symbolizing, obviously, that Walt's spirit is in the park. Uh, and therefore, the the standard is expected to be on point that you are expected to entertain, and 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 so that uh, I don't know that's a that's a it's an okay thing. It's an okay to shoot for for magic. That's an okay thing to shoot for. So just I don't know. We always look at it. I always just take a pause and I love it. Yeah, there you go. What a I great episode! Oh, good episode. Only Boy, two hours. Fun. Only two hours long too. Not bad. Well, we took up a lot of a, a lot of time just talking about work and, and bike uh, rentals and our, our bike rentals in Ashland. <laughs> Exactly. Hey, that was an awesome, awesome episode. What yeah. do you think? I like that we do those sometimes. We get it. Like we usually have historical bits, and we we're, yeah. we and we have so. I, I'm just telling you this right guy. You guys think I'm making this up? We got a lot of surprises coming up on Bob Pleds and Banthas. A lot of just crazy episodes that are gonna be so much fun. And so it's nice just to just to chat with you about Disneyland stuff uh, every once in a while, where we don't really have a strict agenda to cover something, yeah. but just to just to kind of talk about it. It's fun. I had a great time. I love I love doing the history. I love doing the interviews. I love doing sort of the in depth like pick things apart about Disney and Star. Wars, but I also just love talking about our experiences and the, and the fun things that we think make the park that much more special. Yeah, uh, and it's fun just it's fun just chatting about that. Yeah, uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening to it. Uh, we love making the show, and we you know uh, we're here every week. We hope you are too. This has been Bob's and Banthas. Uh, every week, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart. I don't know where else are we? Stitcher? Were you there at Stitcher? Maybe, maybe the bootleg yeah. version. Yeah, maybe. Maybe some cast box. I don't even know. Is cast box a thing? Yeah, overcast. Overcast? Yeah. You're definitely an overcast. Heck yeah. Uh, we're all over the place. Listen, if we are not at a place that you want us to be, please let us know and uh, we will put the show there because we want you to listen to it there. Please be sure to subscribe to the show. We would love it if you uh, left us a review on iTunes. Do we want to read a review right now? Yeah, I really want to read a review on right, right now. Okay. Leave one if you're listening to this listener. Uh, you know who you are. I talk to you every oh, week, and you still have not left the review. And I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm hurt. And so leave oh, that Oh, so review. there's a specific person that you want them to leave us a review. Yeah, and I know that they haven't yet. The, oh, yeah. The, you know who you are. Yeah, the beauty you know about this are. comment is everybody thinks it's about them. 
The thing is, is that Aaron's already talked to you, that you can leave a review actually in the app as you're listening to us drone on and on in the outro right now. You can just go, fine, I'll leave a review. But we would love to take a moment to thank uh, someone who left us just a really nice five-star oh, on good. iTunes. Uh, it, it goes by the name Psycho Pouncer. Okay. I don't know who Psycho Pouncer is, uh, but I hope they hit us up on uh, on Instagram. That's Johnny Cash's I car, I believe. That's right. So Psycho Pouncer says, this podcast is fairly new, but the easy and enjoyable banter between the two hosts will make you believe they've been podcasting together for years. Aww. That's awesome. Yeah, great. It keeps going on. Oh, wow. The passion Scott and Aaron share for the parks and all things Disney and Star Wars is evident, but they don't take it too seriously or themselves too seriously. That is both factual statements. Yeah. I really enjoy the updates on Disney Park News and their in-depth discussions and lighthearted debates on rides, movies, and the never-ending Florida versus California dilemma. Looking forward to many more episodes of this entertaining podcast. Boy, that five stars. Just such a nice Psycho review. Pouncer. You wouldn't expect it from Psycho Pouncer. I can't believe you let one of your kids uh, choose the username Psycho Pouncer. You know, I said, uh, I said, Daddy trusts you, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I guess Daddy was wrong. Yeah, Psycho's a tough word to spell at that <laughs> age, too, so good job. That's right. Thanks, Psycho Pouncer, for the re- that review. That means a lot to us. And uh, It really does. Yeah. Uh, it, it, listen, we would love it if you hit us up over at Instagram. Uh, we are at Bob Says and Banthas. You can visit us at bobsaysandbanthas.com. You can email us, info at bobsaysandbanthas. If you want to do a fun collaboration together, we would love to do that. Uh, until next week, he's been Aaron. Oh, I don't enjoy spaghetti. Are you crazy? <laughs> and I've been Scott, and we've been Bob Says and Banthas. We will see you next week. It's all carbs. It's basically all carbs, and marinara sauce is disgusting. Yeah, but it loads you up for the day. You're good. Oh, so you have pasta big for po- breakfast? Big pasta breakfast? <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you ever had uh have you ever had uh eggs in a nest? You take uh, you take some old some old spaghetti noodles it from the night before. Sounded like you were about to break into song there. You take some eggs and a noodles and you, you put some- them in the pot. You put them in the fryer and you crack some eggs and you got some eggs. I have not had in that. In a nest. What? I have not had that. You take some you take you take some noodles and you put them in a pan. Then you know you eat eggs in a can. No, uh, so you take some eggs, you okay. take some noodles. Now I can't do this. Oh, I know because it sounds like a song. It sounds like a little kid song. How uh, you take eggs in a nest again? Oh, well, you take some. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Now there are more new rides for more fun. Synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.